0: hello everyone my name is Olivia Trevetti and this is POV you're listening to teenagers talk about mental health only on this week's episode we're going to be doing things a little different I'm going to be talking about myself and my mental health journey so you can kind of get to know me first I'm gonna start out with a little story. So a couple weeks ago, I was sitting in my PHCA class. Side note, this class is for high school students who want to get into the medical field in the future, AKA me. I was doing my medical terminology packet and specifically we were in our nervous system and behavioral health unit. In my textbook, I stumbled upon the word anxiety. Its definition read, quote, emotional disorder characterized by feelings of apprehension tension, or uneasiness, arising typically from the anticipation of unreal or imagined danger, unquote. I don't know what stuck out to me the most about the definition, but just staring at it, it just made it seem like anxiety was just so black and white. It honestly really upset me. I began to read down the page where other mental illnesses, such as depression, ADHD, schizophrenia... OCD ran down the page. I looked up from my textbook and noticed everyone else was just working as they did in their packets, but I just couldn't move. I just sat there, looking at my textbook, wanting to scream out loud, this isn't what mental illnesses look like, there's just so much more than what meets the eye with mental illnesses. I'm a person who struggles a lot with anxiety. As I've gotten older, I've definitely realized that I've always had some kind of anxiety. In a conversation with my mom, we talked about my personality in kindergarten. Let's take a listen to see how it played out. So, how would you describe my kindergarten self?
1: I would say when you first started kindergarten, you were pretty excited and Ready to go, but I think that was because you were following your brother yes. and, uh-huh. and what you know he was going. So you were happy to join, join in on the school adventure. Um, and then I started helping out once a week in your mm-hmm. kindergarten class. I think I came in like every, I don't know if it was Monday or Wednesday for a couple hours, and um, I I noticed that you were really quiet and that you um, were, I don't know if I'd say shy, just it seemed like you were unsure of yourself. Yeah. And um. I remember because I used to go around and help all the kids with the assignment and it was always when you guys had to journal so you had to like, like write, write a sentence and draw a picture for it and there were lots of times where you just sit there (laughs) and and just stare out like you it was like you just didn't know where to start or or what to do and um which was interesting because it was very different from the kind of like kindergartner five-year-old that you were at our house yeah you know at our house you were much more outgoing and loud and creative, and I don't know, something about school seemed to just intimidate you. So I don't know, you know, maybe looking back that some of your yeah anxiety was starting right then, you know, when we didn't really notice it, but.
0: So yeah, needless to say, I was a pretty weird kid. Just kidding. But now, as my 18-year-old self is reflecting, I honestly don't remember anything my mom said about kindergarten, like at all. I'm pretty sure I have zero memory of kindergarten. But it's very evident from my mom and even some of my teachers that I was a much different person in school than I was out of school. Now looking back a little, I definitely think I had anxiety from a young age. But fast forwarding many, many years, My anxiety worsened towards the middle of my sophomore year of high school. I was coming home from school and my various sports practices with this heartburn type feeling in my chest and stomach pains so bad that I felt like I was going to throw up. And honestly, sometimes I even did. I was feeling so physically sick that when I came home from school or like I said, my sports practices, I would literally just sleep. I didn't have an appetite, and I couldn't concentrate long enough to do my own homework because my stomach and just chest hurt so much. After multiple weeks of this kind of happening and talking with my parents, we decided it was best to go to the doctor. After, you know, getting to the doctor's office and having an exam and having some blood tests done, everything came out completely normal. That left me with two main questions. Why was I feeling the way I was feeling? And what was wrong with me? That's when I discovered anxiety was my answer. At the time, it wasn't the answer I wanted. But I've learned to slowly but surely love my anxiety for what it is. I know that might sound (laughs) really odd. And sometimes, who am I kidding? most of the time i don't always love my anxiety but at the end of the day i am who i am because of the mountains i've climbed because of my anxiety trust me i am very far from conquering all my mountains but i've learned to enjoy the climb and see the pretty scenery along the way now sophomore year sophomore <laughs> year me would have never ever ever said that and Going back to my sophomore year sitting in that doctor's office and discovering I have anxiety, my parents, doctor, and I decided therapy was the best fit for me. I'm not afraid to say my therapist is absolutely fantastic. She knows a little too much about me and calls me out on my BS, so it's a great dynamic. I personally think therapy is a great option, but the key is to finding the right therapist for you. But that's a whole nother topic for another day. Anyways, I'm someone who's very goal-oriented, and therefore my therapy is very goal-oriented. Throughout my last, oh my gosh, three years of therapy, I've gone through a lot of ups and downs with my relationships with family and friends. I've learned how to handle little tasks, such as going somewhere new or meeting new people. When changes pop up in my life with school or work or even, like, my friends... I now have the tools to cope and get through whatever curveball life is trying to throw at me. Don't get me wrong, I still have a lot of bad days, but I'm proud of the little things that I've accomplished and gone through. But I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for my therapist giving me the tools I need to handle my anxiety better. Now that you know a little bit more about me and some of my mental health journey, I want to introduce you to one of my best friends, Gracie. I'm going to let her describe our friendship real quick.
2: Olivia and I have practically been attached to the HIP for forever. She was my first friend I made, and we actually met before kindergarten at a football game both of our brothers were playing in. We've known each other for 13-ish years now, starting our friendship in elementary. There was a sort of dependency on one another in elementary school, which is why they'd separate us and alternate each year to be in different classes. That is, until I moved away after 6th grade, 2,000 miles away, and across the country, even with the physical distance, we still manage to grow closer and cro- closer throughout the years through FaceTime and videos and visiting one another the past few years. With the distance from one another, I've had a kind of unique perspective on getting to watch Olivia grow and change. Olivia and I are both somewhat indirectly in each other's lives. We can go to one another for advice and just vent out all of our problems without any bias of one another or being involved in the situations we both go through. Since I'm not constantly with her going to school or playing soccer with her like most of her friends, I think I've gotten to see her grow more noticeable than others have. I listen to the things she goes through and how hard things get, and she somehow always manages to come out stronger. She's, she's had pivotal experiences with friendships and relationships that have only taught her lessons and just how strong of a person she is. On top of that, she has her own mental health to prioritize while maintaining grades, sports, family, and a social life. I've seen her go through the wringer from what people put her through, and she handles it in a way most people aren't strong enough mentally to. Things take time, and with Olivia, she uses that time to heal and be the bigger person when she doesn't always necessarily have to. From this challenging year especially, Olivia has grown into such an independent, confident, and driven young woman that I, among other people, can admire.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna fill in a couple of blanks real quick. Gracie lives in Washington and I live in Michigan, hence the 2,000 plus miles apart. She is someone I'm very close with and honestly, when I heard her say what she said about me and describing our friendship, I quite literally had tears in my eyes. She's one of the sweetest human beings I think I've ever met and she's been through my side through all the good and the bad and I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. With that being said, like she said, we talk and FaceTime a lot. While we were on FaceTime, we were updating each other on where we both were mentally with life, and then we shifted gears and started talking about mental health, and she said this.
2: A key thing about mental health is that teenagers should be aware that there's others out there that know what they're going through or are here to help. Teens tend to shy away from getting the help they need because they're embarrassed or feel ashamed about their struggles, but it's crucial for people to know that there's help and resources out there to support their own mental health and help their friends that need it too. Mental health and issues shouldn't be something people feel self conscious about, especially with so many others understanding what you're going through. At the end of the day, it's important for you, the one struggling, to know your struggles don't define you, but rather make you stronger in all aspects. I
0: couldn't have agreed more with Gracie. <laughs> weeks passed by after I was sitting in my PHCA class reading the black and white mental health definitions and I facetimed with Gracie. I stumbled upon statistics from the CDC regarding children and teens mental health for an essay I had to write for one of my classes. One of them read, 7.1% of children and teens aged 3 to 17 years have diagnosed anxiety. For those of you who aren't mathematicians like myself, that's approximately 4.4 million kids and teens. That's not even to mention the kids and teens who go undiagnosed. I kept reading down the page. 3.2% of children slash teens aged 3 to 17 years, approximately 1.9 million, have diagnosed depression. Nearly 8 in 10 children slash teens aged 3 to 17 years with depression received treatment. 6 in 10 children slash teens aged 3 to 17 years with anxiety received treatment. The statistics kept going and going, and I just kept scrolling and scrolling. After reading the statistics, that didn't seem to end. It made me realize I'm only a sliver of those statistics. But even more, it made me wonder, what about my friends? So many of my friends struggle with mental health like I do. My friends make up those statistics too. Granted, statistics don't show the entire picture. They are just numbers so we as people can have a tangible grasp on things. But this still raised a lot of questions for me. Such as, how have my friends' experiences been with their mental health? If so many teens, and even children, have mental health issues, why don't we talk about it more openly? Granted, it's gotten better than it has been in the past. But still, how can my friends and other teens tell their stories on their own mental health journeys? This ultimately pushed me to have many conversations with my friends about their mental health, and to create this podcast, I guess. Tune in to next week's episode where my friends will share their stories and their mental health journeys. Again, my name is Olivia Trevetti, and thank you if you've made it this far. But More seriously, thank you so much for sticking around and letting me share a little bit about my mental health journey and allowing me to talk about something that I'm so passionate about, a.k.a. mental health. I really appreciate you for listening to POV. You're listening to teenagers talk about mental health. So, see you next episode, or I guess more like listen. I don't really know, but peace out.